What's up, men? Welcome to the Mel Cartel Podcast. Let's get started. Do you think men are important? Like for what? <laughs> men are not meant to be dominant. Men are meant to be submissive. Life's too short to exercise. I'm just going to be honest. It's okay to be fat. Dispelling toxic masculinity and really redefining what it means to be a man. Men can cry. You so It's okay to be weak. It's okay to be weak. I'm telling you right now, not everybody wants to see you win. You seem to be more woman than you are man. You don't have any manly quality. You uh, give them this message that it's okay to be a man. It's not okay. It's necessary. How are we going to do without men? You look around the city here, you see all these buildings go up. These men, they're doing impossible things. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Be a dangerous man. Being dangerous is not being a threat. They're two different things. You can't be a good man if you're not a dangerous man. You say one disrespectful thing to my wife. I am not only willing, but I am able to inflict great bodily damage. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. I can't explain it, but you better feel it. Winners win and losers lose. I can't explain it any better than that. I don't know how it happens, but winners win. And if you create a culture of losing, if you keep being a victim, if you keep letting losing happen to you, if you keep letting people do you and treat you any kind of way, it's gonna become a culture. What's the matter with you? There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Here's your host, Nick and Shane. Welcome back to the Mail Cartel. This is Nick, and I'm here with my buddy Shane. What is up? This is season two, episode one, and we are so excited to get this kicked off. Yep. What's what's been going on, man? <laughs> Not much. Just back at the grind, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Christmas was good. It was, it was nice. It was a really good time. What about you? It was a good time. time. We got to take a small, quick trip down to Florida to see my father-in-law, and so that was a good time. Whereabouts in Florida? Uh, it's Winter Garden, so it's right on the outskir- outskirts of Orlando. Okay. In so fact, I think you go through one little area is Orlando, but I think it's not Disney Orlando. Okay. It's like, you know, you'll get shanked kind of Orlando. Okay. Orlando. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Everybody's it was good trying to Buick. Trip. We got BMWs and you got Buicks. That's right. right. Everything's gated up. <laughs> It's like we're going through like, man, you wouldn't see that in the ghetto, you know, yep. it's, but this, the, it's not the high end side of town, side of town. Yeah. but it was a good time. That's awesome, dude. You, uh, man, you got truck problems. I got truck problems. So those on the air, Nicholas has truck problems. The Black um, Beast has, uh, seen its, uh, final days on its original transmission. I think it was the deers that was messed up your transmission. Honestly, <laughs> like, like your 15 deers that you, that you, t- you, you know, you didn't even have tax forms. So illegal hunting is what you were doing. That's right. Well, the problem is with the deers, my insurance would have covered that. <laughs> they don't cover my transmission. So I'm uh happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Probably for a couple of years. Yep, it's that, uh, not cheap. Probably was an antler stuck up in there somewhere. <laughs> I guess so. That, that would be funny if they, you know, take everything down and be like, Hey, how did this patch of fur and this antler get up here? Then we would know exactly. Man, we had a good time Sunday. Yeah, we you did. got to come hang Dude, out awesome. at my hang church out. with me. I was with you. We're on stage together. It felt like home. It was awesome. Yeah, we had a good a conversation. Time. A lot of uh, feedback on uh, family matters, parenting, yeah. uh, marriage, all that stuff. 
Yeah, it worked out great, dude. That was a great idea and a great start to a new year, I believe. Yeah, I had several people asking if we were going to do it like annually or a couple times a year. Man, so that's awesome. Uh, you may be having to right, ask for some time go. to come over and help us out with some conversation. Hey, I get lots of Sundays off, so especially with I think you educated our people really good on the Googles and the uh, on on the on, on the, the line. line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, think they were expecting that. They were not expecting. I that. I don't even know what they if they know what the Googles is <laughs> no. or the line. Said, what is the line? I definitely said the line. I do that even at our church, and people look at me like I'm crazy. And that the if I do it at youth, um, you know they the kids have no idea what I'm talking about. But the adults are usually dying, yeah. laughing. And I was at a camp this summer in the mountains speaking, and I said that. And afterwards, I had a lot of uh, grown people, I would say, who pay their bills, came to me, and they thought it was so funny. But it was one of those moments where you know there's a generation gap. Yeah, literally, you're like, uh, I don't really understand what he's saying. It's a different language. But if you're older, you usually go, Did he just say that? That makes no sense. I think the senior adults thought you were talking about hanging some clothes out on the, <laughs> on on the, the clothesline. Clothes yeah. You need some clothespins. Now, all you young guys uh, that listen and young gals that listen to uh, the podcast here at Mill Cartel, you're part of us, let you guys know what a clothesline is. Um, close definition would be, if we had this on the the Googles, if the you Googles. Google, it would be two things that would show up. One clothesline is a wrestling move. Um, where you extend your a arm against someone's neck would be a clothesline, and they drive them with force to the ground. <laughs> the other clothesline would be actually like a string or a rope that's tied to two areas. Like usually it's trees, and then you hang clothes up that's wet, and it dries on its own. It's like the organic dryer. Yes. And it's all stiff. <laughs> it is so stiff. Oh, gosh. It's like a board. That's why they came up with fabric softener for the actual, you know, yep. real machines. Because if you ever grew up with a clothesline, yeah. you, you know what so like, it's like? It's like pre-starch. It's like the sun has starched yep. your clothes for you. So. Dude, I remember putting on a shirt that was out there. And it was like, when you pull it apart, you know, it's like... Those who know what that is, you're, you're probably laughing about that because it is so true. I totally forgot about how stiff everything was. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's big time, dude. That's right. That's <laughs> Your socks, it would lose its, its... After about four or five washes, the elastic part of your sock... Stretched would, out. It would be stretched out. See, I always wonder what caused that. So if that if that happened to you, then it yeah. must have been something with it being out in the sun. It had to be, man. It That's, could have been raccoons like wrestling over your sock. Be. But you yeah. know, I don't have that problem now. In dryers, or right? Yeah, you just don't find you don't half find of them. But now, yeah, yeah, that's so true. They're mismatched. It eats it. Yeah, dude. And you could cool. try everything. I've I've had people try all kinds of stuff to keep them together, but uh-huh. it doesn't always work. Who, who that do way. you have in the national championship football game? It's Man. Washington versus the Michigan. I'm, I'm going to pull for Michigan. I got too many Let's friends go. who are uh, you know go. Michigan fans, and Let's go. Washington though. I mean, to knock off Texas, that's not a small feat. Yep. So it's gonna it's gonna be a good game, I believe. But yep. yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm a bandwagon fan, I guess now because my team's not in it. Uh, they handedly took care of FSU, uh, and so yep. um you know that was that was good. And of course, there's all the excuses on sides of who didn't play but we actually had equal number of people out i've seen the chart yep. and uh whether it be transfer opt out the difference is our team didn't uh opt out you know some of them went to the transfer portal yep. and stuff like that but or were injured 
Sure. But they didn't opt out. They played. And that's what matters. Yeah, dude. And there's a lot of FSU fans who are still whining about yeah. it, you know? I, mean, I had Georgia end. I mean, just, just let, the, let the record show that I had Michigan one, Washington two, Georgia three, and fourth was Bama. Yeah, and I, that was my uh, that was my four. I thought was was deserving of. I didn't think Bama had to get in because it beat Georgia. You win the title, SEC championship, and you had one loss. So, like, if you're boxing in a boxing match, you would be the the number one contender. It just yeah. would have to work that way. But but if you had two losses, it wouldn't work that way, right? And so, and their loss was early in the season, and it was against Texas, right? Yeah. But they didn't have all their dudes, and so they were just a different team. And then Texas got hot, you know, obviously, and came in, and I was like, I just didn't think that Georgia needed to be out of it. And um, Well, it's never. Yeah. I mean, Alabama's lost at number one, and they yeah. went to like three. And so, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, a lot of it, it is what it is within the system. I said on Daddy Mike's episode that I do believe by wins and losses, FSU should have been in if they got blown out. They got blown out. I love how Alabama fans want to come after me. Somebody did the other yeah. night, and it's like I'm, I'm consistent. Uh, based on every other sport, they should have been in. Mm-hmm. But that's not the system that is set up. Yeah. It's set up where a committee can make decisions. So it is what it is. you know. Yeah. And so they chose uh, Alabama, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because Alabama's out. That's right. And so, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I, I did want to point this out because we do have a lot to cover in this episode that's right uh, to start off 2024 this is a, a new year and so we figured with this episode we wanted to talk about um, how to get one percent better um, just some thoughts some helpful pointers but also in that one of those is going to talk about fitness and we want to talk about how to get a fitness yeah. plan kind of started and carried on but i did want to point this out uh, from our last episode if you've not listened because of the holidays christmas and new year you hadn't been able to go check that out um, uh, the numbers still did really well, but people are traveling and stuff like that. And so it's not at the level of some of the other episodes right now. Uh, but uh, one of our listeners, Darren, sent me a message on Facebook and said he was listening to the podcast at work. Uh, he have, uh, he has an AirPod in my ear, laughed out loud. Was it G.I. Joe or G.I. Jose? <laughs> <laughs> and then we went back and forth. I thanked him for listening. He was just talking about he appreciated us talking about our growing up, and um, he kind of grew up on the borderline of poverty, but how his dad provided for their families and uh, for, and and things like that. But just appreciated us keeping it real. But also said, uh, you know, at the end of the episode, Shane said something about even if you don't like the banter, but dude, all caps, that is what makes it so real. And so he's just thanking us both. And so just wanted to, uh, I, I know we didn't talk about that before yeah. we got started, but you said something that made me think about that. And so I just wanted to yeah, point that awesome. out. Uh, I know we continue to get feedback from people. Great, you know, positive feedback on how this uh, podcast is helping spur change in men's yeah. lives, uh, challenging them. And that's what we're here for. That's right. But dude, and, and, Man, it's really is humbling because, you know, what you think that you're doing and then you make an impact, you know, we, we just didn't go in saying, oh, well, this is what we want to do. We right. just like, let it be what it is and seeing all the impact. And we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be anywhere without our listeners, um, people just, uh, and then just encouraging us, you know, and, and I got, got a text today, you know, 
um, from one of our listeners and, yeah. and just encouraging uh, just to hear like some goals, some things that, that he is putting forth the effort and he's been an active listener. And so you're just, just encouraged like, Oh, we really are making, making some impact. And it's not just us. It's like everybody. Right. We're all in it together. And um, yeah, there's several other great podcasts out there yeah, that dude. are uh, trying to speak into men's lives and trying to yeah. build them into better husbands and fathers and just productive citizens, followers of Jesus, yeah. whatever that might be for each individual. Yeah. So we're, we're in it together. Yeah. So 2024, um, you have any, 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 any thoughts and any, any goals coming in to 24? We're like, we're like day three, right? right. January 3rd. Yeah. Day three. Several years ago, I, I made the commitment. I wasn't going to do resolutions anymore. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I believe that as you come across and that's what we're going to talk about today, even in the, the becoming 1% better is you mentioned a word, and I'm actually going to be talking about this on Sunday, consistency. Yeah, You know, dude. when you learn that, it becomes a natural part of your life. Why are you going to change that? You know, should, your resolution should be throughout the year as you recognize things. And really, we can jump right in because yeah, the, very it, fir- the very first thing I have, um, since you asked that, and of course, if you've got any goals, you can, you yeah, can share, but... The very first thing, if we're going to get 1% better, you may be saying, okay, y'all talk about how to get 1% better, so how do I do that? The very first thing I kind of jotted down so I just could remember everything I was thinking through was to be honest with yourself. And I I don't think that's a Hmm. December 31 thing. Um, I I love it where people are like, tomorrow I'm going to start my diet. Yeah, it's like, why, so why, why are you going to do that when you could start it today? You know, yeah. it's just putting it off. It's that procrastination because you don't want to do the hard thing. You don't want to do yeah. what's difficult. It's like, I'm going to put that off till tomorrow. Well, then tomorrow you don't know what's going to happen. You could wake up late. You could uh, be invited to lunch with someone where there's no really healthy options. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I'm going to start it tomorrow. And then now it's January 2nd. And so for me, you know, the first thing that I would encourage you those who are listening, wanting to get 1% better is to be honest with yourself because you can't change what you don't believe needs changing. Yeah. And you'll never improve if you live in denial. And so yeah. that should be an, a, a throughout the year thing in my perspective. It's not just an end of the year, yep. new year resolution, but as something's pointed out to me, maybe by a friend or maybe just in my own experience, I'm getting winded and so it's like, you know, I need to go work on some cardio. Uh, or I notice, you know, maybe I'm getting a little flabby. And it's like, oh, um, here lately, I, to- I was telling Nikki, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of getting a little flabby in my core. And and I had cut back some of my core exercises because I have spinal stenosis. And so it, it can put some, um, you know, cause some pain for my back. And so I took the easy route. Well, mm. you pay that price. Yeah. So I think you just got to be honest. What is it that needs to be changed? What is it that needs to be improved? What is it that, you know, what next step do I need to take? And then you make that resolution then and there. You start then and there and you don't wait till the end of the year. Yeah. And so for me, I kind of did away with resolution, you know, new year resolutions. And it's just like my goal is to be consistent and to keep doing what yeah. I know I need to do. What about dude, you? You don't do no resolution. We do revolutions. Revolutions. You know? well, there that's you go. What we do. That's right. <laughs> but dude, you know, as you were talking and you said that, I know we talked earlier about your car, your truck, and because uh, Nick doesn't drive a car, he's a man. He drives that's a right. truck, and so um, got to fit my gun somewhere. Got to fit the gun, man. You got to fit 
his his guns and the gear and the, the bullets and the ammo and like um but nick said uh he, and so in in order of getting his, his vehicle fixed you you said that you paid um half of the deposit for your car you know and right. if you if you if you know automobiles if you have a major issue with your automobile most of the time they want you to pay half up front especially if they're going to keep it for a week or two or even three or four days before they order parts they want to uh, have some money a deposit and usually it's 50 percent. some places it's like a third of the amount some some is actually like 60 60 percent and so but nick said and and you, and you could you could if I'm, if I'm remembering this thing wrong, um, you said that um, they're going to order the parts. As soon as you order the parts, you know, um, it'll come in and they can work on it, right? right. And so, but they needed the, the deposit. You said you went down there immediately before they closed, right before yes. they closed to pay that. Yes. I was like, as you were saying, I was like, man, dude, that's what I'm talking about. That's it. Because most men, you know what happens? We get home from work. We've worked all day long and we sit down on the, our, our, our couch or lazy boy or whatever it is. And you sit in your chair and then you're and you're like, oh, you find the news and you're like, oh, I'll just do that tomorrow. Yep. You put it off one day. But when you know, like the outcome, you know, is uh, hinging on there's a, you know, hinging on what you do at this moment. Really, that's a realistically thing to think about. It's right. like what you do in this moment, there's an outcome to that. And so if you put off eating, what, what's the outcome of that going to be? It's going to be you're going to be hungry, Right. And, um, and so there's always an outcome to that. Um, and so you, uh, I guess an effect, I guess you could say. And so you going down, maybe think about that, not just putting things off. And, but I think men, sometimes we do that. What we do is we, we will justify, at least if for me, I can speak honestly, is like, I would justify why I feel this way and why it's okay. Yeah. You know, and you go, oh, well, I just got home. I don't want to waste gas money, you know, but if I knew that I was getting my vehicle like you, I definitely would go. Because it's, I need a car. I need travel. So it's like, for some people, it's not a big deal. But for me, I know, man, I got to have my vehicle. And so as soon as we get this thing, we got this thing fixed, you know, type of thing. I think for me, broad stroke, and I think, I think we need to look at all of our habits. I think that's a good place to start to is, is to think through like, okay. And just be, and like you said, you, you use the word honest, be honest with yourself, being honest with ourselves and go, okay, what does my habits look like every day? That's good. What do I think? What do I, th- you know, if, if when you have a, a few minutes to think about something, what do you think about? Yeah. I mean, even that going, uh, because um, th- this is, this is the guy, you know, a podcast with mainly men. I'll just say like, if you're thinking about a pornography or lust or something like that, that's, that's probably not the right thing to think about. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. you, it, you have, if, when you, when you, when you have a moment to think, what do you think about? And, um, that's going to kind of reveal your heart a little bit of some things in your heart, but even just, just to just kind of drive it home a little bit more is to think through like all your habits that you do every day, even waking up in the morning. How do you start your day off? Even how you end your day off. Even if you have a family, how do you enter, you know, how do you um, play the part of the role that, that God has given you? You know, how do you play that role out? If you're a husband or if you're a dad, you know, or if you're a grandpa, whatever it is, you know, how does that flesh its way out? It's good. And so just think about your habits and you gotta be honest with yourself. And I know nobody likes to look yourself in the mirror and go, Hey, I'm a, I'm a turd, but you, you probably need to, if you smell like a turd, you're probably a turd. And so you, you need to fix that. You can fix it. You don't have to go down that same road. You know, well, us men, we're stubborn, you know, it's like, no. hey, I, I'm just gonna keep driving, and hopefully, I'll turn off and see. It's like, no, why don't you just stop immediately and turn around and go the opposite of way? The way that you're going is not a good way. Just consistency, turn 
consistent. Consistency. We will stay consistent. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> so what what do you got? What do you got else? Well, before I add this next one, <laughs> when you were talking about examining your habits, uh-huh. the other thing would go. What do you do when you're like you're bored? Oh, or yeah. Or when you got downtime, <clears throat> because that could be productive time. Oh. Yeah, dude. I, but I am working on trying to jump on things more immediately and not procrastinating. Yeah. And so there was something this morning I had to do, and I looked at the time, and it's like, okay, they open in eight minutes. By the time I get there, they'll open. I could put it off till this afternoon, but now I want to go ahead and do it. And so I'm, I'm right. trying to work on that myself. Uh, but I think even with being honest with yourself, looking at your habits, you may need to invite another voice into that, especially yeah. if you're like, man, I don't, I don't see anything wrong in my life. I don't, I don't see any area I need to improve. Then you probably are got some blind yep. spots that you need somebody else. Maybe you need to just go to a best friend and go, hey, can you be honest with me and speak into my life here? What's something, maybe a bad habit I have or some mm-hmm. area that you feel I trust you that you could speak into my life that I'm, I might need to make some adjustments in shoot. I have, uh, we just got a ministry assistant and, um, I told, uh, my Molly, I said, Hey, she's about to go on maternity leave. And I said, Hey, would you mind meeting with her? And then talking about, you know, how, how to, how to get trained on a few things. I said, and while you have her just behind closed doors, tell her all my blind spots, tell her how jacked up I am. Tell her how my, our team, what our blind spots are as guys, because it's not but us men, you know. And and I said so, just and just be raw with her. Let her know this is who who I am and my blind spots. Yep. And hopefully she'll a part of a team. Hopefully she'll increase those blind spots when it comes to like a work relationship and just like a team mentality. You know, not everybody could be three point shooters, and so I need somebody to catch rebounds and play D. And so having that blind spot, and even that, I was like, I because I know. And I told her in, in, the, in the meeting yesterday, I said, just let you know, I have a lot of blind spots. I'm, I am positive. But everybody loves my grit, loves the hard work, loves that I'm like very loyal. So they're not going to really tell me. They love me too much to tell me. But I know how jacked up I am. So please, you know, uh, fix a lot of my mistakes. And it, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. If I slip my mind or something, tell me I need this done by tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll get on that. Well, and also fresh eyes are the best eyes. Right. So like in an organization or whatever, I've often asked team members, hey, you know, when we do your first review, I would love to hear about like our church or yeah. leadership, whatever, some areas that you see could be improved or could, um, you know, we could be better at more efficient, more effective because they're new. And you're when you're inundated with something and we live with ourselves all the time, yeah. uh, you can become so, you know, kind of used to the routine, used to your behaviors. And so you don't see it anymore. Yeah. Um, and so new people, fresh eyes can see things that maybe we've grown accustomed to. They can see yeah. the clutter. They can see the spot on the carpet. They, they can see the things that maybe we've quit seeing. Yeah. And so I think uh, that's something we... Yeah. Keep in mind when we surround ourselves with the right brotherhood and the right people, oh, for um, sure. do they speak into our lives? But do we let them speak into yeah. our lives? Um, the other thing that just in jotting my notes down uh, that I would say, the second thing would be really from me to stretch yourself, yeah. um, find something that challenges you this year to yeah. really uh, commit to and to really aim for. This might be the the goal that you're working towards. It may be you say this year, you're like, uh, I, I saw a statistic the other day. I think they said after 30 something years old, uh, a huge percentage of the population will never sprint again. Huh. So you may be in your own mm-hmm. mindset, like, oh, I can never run a mile. 
So this year, maybe you set your goal of I'm going to in six months, I'm going to run a mile or this year I'm going to run 10 miles Yeah. Uh, or I'm going to run a marathon. You know, that, that can be, uh, one of the people that we've quote, quoted multiple times. And he, was, he has a podcast. Um, uh, uh, Bejo's Killian was talking about how he's more of a bodybuilder, uh, more of the, the strength training and the weights. Uh, he n- never saw himself as a runner, but he wanted to run a marathon. He wanted to stretch himself. And so, he uh, set out, he got a trainer and with his nutrition and everything like that, he knew his nutrition side of things because of what he does, but he set out a whole goal that in six months he was going to run a marathon. And so he started training for it. And so uh, whatever that might be, it could be running, it could be to lose 20 pounds, it could be to lose uh, 50 pounds and to keep it off for 12 months. Yeah. Um, and here's one of the things I've learned is whatever habits that you develop in order to lose it and to maintain it is the same habits that will help you sustain it. Mm-hmm. And so you may set your goal for 12 months. Yeah, I want to lose 50 pounds and then I want to maintain it for 12 months. So this year I'm going to lose 50 pounds and then for another 12 months into 2025, I want to maintain that. And so whatever habits that you have to develop, and we're going to talk about some of those here in just a moment, uh, you know, whatever those are, those are the same habits you stick with. Yeah. It's the consistency. Yeah. And so, um, and then the other, it could be reading, you know, you may say, I want to read 12 books in 2024, or I want to read two, book, two books a month. So 24 books in, in 2024, whatever that goal is, whatever will challenge you to get out of your comfort zone, not something that comes easy, yeah. but something that will challenge you and require some effort. That's what's going to help you grow 1%. 100%. Better, yeah. and we talked about this before, and you can speak into this in just a second. You know, it's like Kobe Bryant; he's one of the big people yeah. who have talked about getting one percent better. His goal was the championship. Yep. So it's not one percent. Getting one percent better is not. I'm going to take the easy road. Oh, I've just got to focus on one percent. No, if you need to lose a hundred pounds, that's your championship. Yeah, that's that's right. the goal you take. Now, what is it that you do every day that gets you to that championship? So today, if it's taking 20 steps, tomorrow you're going to take 21, 22 steps. Uh-huh. It means every day you're making progress. You may be doing more. 365 days, you're doing more than you were doing January 1. So if you see that 1% thinking, oh, that's the easy road. No, it's just incremental improvement and mm-hmm. growth. What, what's your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, dude. Um, I 100% agree. I mean, like, like Kobe, for instance, like he knew that and there's there's tons of reels too, by the way. You can you can you can look them all up um, of him talking about his footwork. He knew to compete at the next level, competing against certain people. Um, and and I, I I really think sports is a good metaphor for like you know it's used a lot. Oh, absolutely. Because like a championship, it's usually made up of a different a different team every year. Even some role players, they every player on a championship team on a championship team means something they have value even the role players that gets two points because in practice they're putting the work in they're challenging they're usually the the grittiest and you know um scrappiest and they make it make those other guys better and so they're leading um up you know what i'm saying and so um and, and so in that what kobe would do is he would recognize certain people that he was his competition and he would go my footwork's not good as theirs i've got to get up to that Along with that, he had he knew the goal was the championship, and he had to put off you know um, 
he just had to have that mindset that you know it's called the Mamba mindset yeah. that it's a long haul. It's eighty two games right. for 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 NBA season. So I mean, like it just didn't happen overnight. So in the off season, when we would say we're off, he would rest for just like a duration of time. I guess like seven days or a week or two. Um, it was different seasons as as his age was allowed him. But he's just the first one in the gym, knowing that I have to if I want to achieve that, I have to put the work in, and. Um, and so, yeah, dude, I, I think I just think that's that that's the truth, and um, and one percent better, um, and and you should. I think that if you do uh, achieve a goal, it it usually stirs you up to to want to be better, right? You know, I I I don't know many people that get to the goal that they want to, and they go, oh, I'm cool. I can walk down the mountain. They're like, oh man, no, I got to do another mountain. You right. know, I've got to I got to I got to do something. You know, because you get to the top and it's the view. You know, and I think you're right, man. It's just whatever got you to that point. That's you can have to still do those habits. You're still going to maintain. You're going to still do the things that got you there. And then if you want to take it to the next level, you're going to have to do some harder things. You know, um, I, I I put you know just just piggyback off what you said. I put before you engage, you must decide: Are you ready to fight or not? You know, you have to really engage and decide in your head: or, Am I really going to fight or not? And then, and then once you do, you're like, okay, all right, well, then what are the things that I need to do set in motion to get me to the place that I'm going to be? Um, one thing that, that I noticed um, that getting better and everything that, that, you've, that, that you've already said um, as well, but um, is relationships. We really need to think through our relationships yeah. because I know that when we are, um, say you're in a toxic relationship and you're working on your fitness and you have a goal this year, but you haven't really like, thought about your life and you may have a relationship that's very toxic it could even be with like if you're dating it could be with your uh, your girlfriend or your boyfriend that's just toxic you know you're not going to be very motivated in the gym it's going to wear you down it's going to tear down your mental health um if you got some strained relationships with like family members or whatnot you're carrying that every single day of your life right. if you're not being the man at home to with your wife um, or the woman to your hut to your husband, like I mean, you're not being all that, or even with your children, you know, you're carrying that home. So no matter how your goals are to to achieve great financial benefits and to have this or that or whatever it could be, potentially, um, it's going to weigh you down just because we're sure. human, and you know, and our hearts are tied to like family and to relationships. No matter if you say, "Well, I don't care what nobody thinks of me," well, at some level you do, and so some of your jobs, some people's jobs could be very. They come into New Year and they just don't like their job, you know. And maybe they're just awesome, but they don't have a good relationship with people. Really need to think about those relationships and like how you're going to engage or even disengage and cut it off, you know, if it's a toxic relationship. Um, but I, I believe as a man, we're supposed to have that conversation and 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 deal with conflict and have a conversation and man up is what we'd say. Um, I don't know, what's your what's your thoughts on that, man? I can, I can ramble for days. No, on that. and that's that's true <clears throat> because. I've seen it where someone's discontented and even on the job, you're not accomplishing <clears throat> goals because you're, you're just there. You're, you're drawing yeah. a paycheck. You're going yep. to sit and get a paycheck as long <clears throat> as you can, but you're just not going to be a team player. And so whether it be an organization, a church or whatever that might be, whatever goals those are, you're not going to have 
certain goals of being successful. And even if you do, you're really not going to accomplish them because it usually takes a team working together. And so I think we've all seen that where someone grows discontent and they just quit making progress. And I, and I know you, you have seen just like I have seen people who, who have been hurt in their past and it carries me everywhere they go. Absolutely. And they're and they become actually the toxic one. And, and, you know, but they, they're, you know, they, they, they say they want to get better and all that, but they are really the toxic because they have unresolved issues. They're really That's being true. A, they wonder why their marriage is not doing too good or the rest of their kids. And the, there's a common denominator. It's them. It's them. It could be you listening and you may have to do some hop into DeLorean and, and travel back into time and then look back at your life. And there's some unresolved issues that For you sure. really need to get, get fixed. Well, and you're you maybe you've just added one unintentionally, okay. and that's if you want to get one percent better, you got to lose the baggage yeah, from your past. That's good. If you are if you've been at multiple organizations, jobs, whatever that might be, multiple marriages. You know there may yeah, be some people true. that have been in multiple marriages or relationships, and you continue to have the same problems over and over again. I'm going to yeah. look at the camera on this one. And you continue to have the same issues and you continue and, and, you know, it could be, I've said this before, you know, I get to go home and I can tell my wife whatever I want to tell them. But we even as, you know, spouses, like if we keep hearing the same thing happening at different places from even our own, within our own household, from our own spouse, it might be. Who's the common denominator yeah. there? And so I think you gave an unintentional <clears throat> kind wow. of point there yeah. that if you want to get 1% better, you need to maybe do some self-inventory to go, what baggage do I need to let go of? Who do I need to forgive? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to quit talking about? Yeah, I, ha- I heard a great reel the other day by Erwin McManus where he was talking about how, um, and it was it made so much sense when he said it, we naturally overthink negative things. He said, have you ever thought about like, well, what if my business is too successful? What if I make too much money? What if my transmission doesn't go out? What, you know, (laughs) we, we think about the negative. We don't intentionally, we we have to intentionally think about the positive. We don't intentionally do that. We, we naturally think about the negative. We have to almost force ourselves to think about the positive. Man, that's a good word. So So I think you brought out a good one there. I would say the next thing, if you're taking notes would be to prioritize your life. Huh. And I wrote a few things down here with this and, um, you know, most important to least important. So, yeah. you know, what is most important? That's going to be your family. It's going to be a relationship with God. Um, but whatever you're wanting to get 1% better at for a season, because that might change once you get 1% better there, once you get 100% better there, once you feel like you've mastered that, um, it could be something that's an ongoing thing like fitness or whatever. But whatever it your goal is, that should be towards the top. Yeah. Uh, of whatever is important. Setting the right priorities will help you to say the right yeses yeah. and the right no's. Yeah. So for instance, um, if you're going to be in the gym by 3.30 like I am, I get up at 3 a.m. Some days it's 3.02, but it's it's my alarm goes off at 3 a.m. A lot of days I hit uh, I turn it off. I don't hit the snooze. Um, there are some days I hit the snooze and it, it, re- it registers right away. Like, oh no, what did you just do? And then I have to get up and actually then physically turn my alarm off. I get up at 3 a.m. I'm in the gym by about 3.35. It depends on how long it takes me to get out the door, but same routine. Um, But to do that, like if that's your goal, I want to be in the gym by 3.30 a.m. 
then you have to prioritize and you have to say yes to certain things and no to certain things. So I'm going to say no. And if you want to be in the gym at 4 a.m., you're going to have to say no to late night TV, late night streaming, late night binging, late night scrolling, because you're going to need to be in bed at a certain time to get enough rest to be able to be up and to be in the gym. Um, If you're going to, you know, read two books a month, whatever that might be, you're going to have to say no to certain things and you'll say yes to whatever's going to Mm -hmm. help you to accomplish that. So prioritizing your life is a huge step in getting 1% better. Mm-hmm. To be in the gym by 335, uh, I have to, in the evening, reprioritize my life, not just in the entertainment or being home by a certain time, but that's also setting out my workout clothes. And I set those in the bathroom with all that I need so that I'm not waking Nikki up. And so I can go into the bathroom, I can get ready. And then I can, you know, head mm-hmm. to the, the, the kitchen and get my water bottle and all these different things. Uh, but I, I set that in motion so that in the morning, I'm not sitting there having to try to find clothes or trying to find my outfit. That's, That's going right. to delay me. That's, That's right. going to make it more difficult. I can go right in there, get ready, put my stuff on, go to the kitchen. I've not disturbed anyone and then head to the car. Mm. Right now it's a car because my truck's in the shop. Uh, Mm. But I I can head to the gym, and it's a smooth process. That requires pre-planning, pre-prioritization, but it's in multi-facets of what I have to do to do that. So whatever it is that someone's wanting to get 1% better at, they need to not only look at their habits like you talked about, but also, okay, what is a priority mm-hmm. in my life? I'm gonna, I might have to rearrange some things. I might have to stop some things for a yeah. season. And so I think that's important. What's your thoughts? Dude, man, I, I 1,000% agree. But, you know, there's, there's, life is about trade-offs. And, um, and so the, for a lot of people, um, including myself, many for many years, and even s- certain moments now, I have to think think through what you're what you're saying because I'll, um, uh, you know, I, I I do I'm like you. I put out my gym clothes. I put it on the. I don't want to wake anybody up in my house. Everybody's still sleeping. I leave early in the morning. Put stuff out on my table, and I get up and I'm out the door. But man, when I come home and things are like my kids are still young, right? So, um. You know, somebody gets sick or somebody's not feeling well or they come out of the bed and you're doing and it just throws your whole night off yeah. it's just what happens when you have kids and you kind of expect it so when um that happens i'll go and try to do something i enjoy afterwards so i may go i almost want to finish this movie or something i was watching i was like i want to see the ending of it you know or we, we watch uh some rea- reality reality tv shows like survivor we want to see the ending of it so i stay with my wife and watch it i go to bed at you know almost midnight the man, I am. I feeling like I'm so mad at myself the next day at the gym, and you know how it is. It's just like, oh, are you kidding me? And so uh, I know that that um, that it's about trade offs, and I think you have to be. And so I, I put down just to piggyback piggyback off of what you said. Uh, you know, you need to have clear goals. You need to make sure it's clear. Uh, no fog, nothing. Have exact what you want to obtain um, and how to get there. And I put uh, have an action plan, a game plan, you know, like like you mentioned. You know, map it out. Really think about where you're headed. Um, you don't hop in a car and just say, "I'm just going to drive." I don't even. I'm thinking I'm going to go to to um, to a place that you haven't gone before. Right. Like you, you actually plan it out. You have Google Maps or 
We back in our day, we had MapQuest. You guys, Map. we go to Yahoo. Well, even before Maps. that, we had the actual map. Map. Yeah, we'd get stop at <laughs> the, the convenience, stop at the uh, store, yeah. and get one or a rest stop. You know, and you pull it out and you make your diagram. Well, I, to be honest, I never had an atlas. That was up. That was that was big money. dollar. Yeah, that's nice, big money. Man. You just got the paper map. Those who drove Buicks had those, right? I and think so, my map was probably black and white. That was all I could afford. <laughs> that's right. And if you're in the country, like you know, turn left at the at that tree, right? Um, but you got to have a clear action plan. And I think that's like, um, that's what we have to do. And I know what happens is oftentimes we can just go, well, I'll just figure that out. And if we do that, we have planned to fail. Yes. Every single time. Yeah. Um, and I'm a wing it kind of guy. You know, that's why I've had to learn to do some of this uh-huh. because Nikki will be packed for a vacation a week I was like, you know, you've got too many clothes when you can pack clothes yeah. a week ahead of time. <laughs> I'm wearing the same stuff, you know, over and over again. So, uh, you know, I'm just a creature of habit. But she, she'll she have stuff planned. I figured on Monday we can do this and this uh-huh. on Tuesday, this and that. I'm just like, let's just go and see what happens. Uh-huh. I think that's what we do oftentimes just in life in general. That's yeah. vacation. Uh-huh. That's cool. But when it comes to life in general, yep. if you're wanting to achieve anything and find success, you can't just go, I'm, I'm just going to wing it That's and right. find out what happens. Well, you never, you know, you never stumble in to uh, a good marriage, right? A healthy marriage. You just don't stumble into stuff like that. People just don't stumble into being rich unless somebody they inherited. And if they inherited it, chances are, th- you know, it may not last them a lifetime. You know, it may, they, they may run out of a cash. You just don't stumble in. People just don't stumble into championships. It just doesn't happen. Um, but you put the hard work and yeah. it pays off. But that we see that sometimes. I think we fantasize because we see it in movies, you know, sometimes. And um, But that's not real life. That's not well, real life. Well, you don't even stumble into marriage. You date. You date. You get to that's know right. them. You put that's the work right. in. You bring flowers. You, that's right. I mean, you do the work. Uh-huh. But then once we get married, the work, and we talked about this about, we did, uh, you right. know, in our conversation, which we'll probably post as maybe a bonus episode, you know, yeah. just so if people want to listen in, but you should date your, date your spouse, date yeah. your wife, guys, um, because that's how you continue to learn and grow with one another because you change. Uh-huh. And so as your wife changes, you need to get to know her. Uh, once your wife, uh, you, you know, if your husband changes, ladies, the 15% of ladies who listen, you need to get to know him, yep. and uh, you know it's a continual process, uh, and it also gives you that under un you know kind of interrupted time with yeah. one another without the children and yeah all the other stuff. Oh, one hundred percent. What else? What else you got? Um, the final thing before we get into like uh, what we're going to close out with um, would be this: learn something new, increase yeah. in learning. So, yeah. just some some thoughts there. It could be learning a new skill. It could be, you know, for those who follow Christ, it could be uh, memorizing scripture. Um, you know, I, I believe that's important. I would encourage you, even if you're like, hey, I'm not really a Christian, but I like this podcast, I'm listening. Maybe you start with Proverbs. You know, you, wisdom, you can get some man. great 31. wisdom there. Yep. If you read through Proverbs, you'll realize um, just how inspiring that is. Um, and I will also encourage you to read the Gospels and just look at the life of Jesus and, and make a decision from there. Um, become an expert at something. What, yeah. what is it that you want to be an expert at? Um, put that in front of yourself. Learn something new. Connect with a church weekly. Um, those who are followers of Jesus especially, mm. um, church has to be a priority so you can continue to grow. Um, as men, we're not trying to 
saw a video the other day by Paul Washer. You know, it's not that we're trying to be self-willed men. Uh, we want to be followers of Christ, and through His character and nature, He will help us to grow to become the men that we're supposed to be. Um, and I believe everything we talk about falls within that nature and that character yeah, of being sure. defenders and providers and those type things. So connect with the church. That's where your family's going to grow spiritually outside of the home where you're the primary um, spiritual leader. But also you as a man can be challenged. Um, you as a man can have other men to help you to mm-hmm. grow. Iron sharpens iron. Um, read more. Um, leaders are learners. Uh-huh. And so uh, we've talked about some of you might have a goal to read more this year. That's that's me. Um, I'm not a big reader. And so whether that's listening, I guess, to a book or reading it physically, I need to do that. And yep. so I've got to set a goal and, and prioritize that. Um, but that's where we get new creative ideas. That's where we, you know, just things that we don't think about. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know, um, but new information comes from the mind of other people, their experiences, their perspectives. And so it may challenge what you believe about something um, to where you have to think through it and have to really solidify, do I really believe this or is this other new information something that I need to yeah. lend myself to? So uh, I, I say... Um, if you're going to get 1% better, you need to learn about that. Yeah. You know, you need to learn about whatever it is that you're trying to grow into. What, what's your dude, thoughts I, on that? I think that's money, dude. I mean, we're, we're on the same page. I, I definitely read. I know for me personally, this was, I, I, I've always uh, battled dyslexia, uh, had a learned disability since I was, I guess, kindergarten. And so reading has always been tough. And, um, and so I do read and I do, but it's slower for me. And yeah. so I just made it, just a priority going and i realized it back in the fall this past year was like man i got to get better at this more a little more discipline um and so uh put on my radar to read more and to just not to read things that i um like spiritual things or things that you from a coaching standpoint or anything like that like i need to read different things and um and i feel like i do that when i'm in a crisis situation you know yeah. but i just need to do that anyways and then i'm, I'm kind of prepared um and so well, my big thing is and I, I wrote them these three questions like how do you get good at anything how do you achieve goals how do you become the best version of yourself or i would say one percent but you mentioned it earlier on um consistency yeah consistency and i think with for for me one one challenge i, I had for myself um because in a lot of ways I do really good. Like I would get a passing grade, I'd get an A. And there's a lot of them that I would get literally a D minus in a lot of moments. But when there's there's I don't put something off. Um, some things I don't put off. But then there's a lot of ways that I'm just um, I just need to be action led with a lot of things and just like jump on it at that moment when I have a free time to jump on it versus um, not jumping on it and just say, well, I'll do it tomorrow or when it's convenient for right. me to go say at five o'clock like you mentioned that dude that's exactly some things that i fall in in, in the trap of doing and like i'll get it done but then what happens is i could have got it done earlier and just checked it off the list and been a little more proactive but now then something else came up in the afternoon and guess what i'm in a bind right i'm, I'm in a i'm in a time crunch i'm like oh man and then you know what i do i get if i'm honest i get upset with myself i'm like shane you punk you should have done it earlier bro and you wouldn't be in this situation. And now I'm trying to like, I'm not getting home on time or like I get home and I'm thinking not about my family. And this isn't obviously people like this doesn't happen like every single moment of the day, but it does happen. And when it does happen, I get frustrated myself. And I think I'd be, I would be more efficient in my leadership in some things if I just would just mobilize as soon as I hear about it, you know? Right. Um, 
Maybe yeah. in maybe so in twenty four we maybe in twenty four we need to replace convenient with consistent. Yeah, yeah. I said we need t shirts, bro. Yeah, replace convenient with consistent. That's right. Because that's that's the key. If we're consistent and being proactive, mm-hmm. then we'll do it right away. Yeah. If if it's all about convenience, we'll put it off and then that's we'll right. pay the price. Um, yeah, we have to choose our pain. Yeah. There's there's going to be pain either way. Well, you know, pain is a high cost of growth. Yeah. So it is a high growth always costs something that like we talked about trade-offs earlier. It is the high cost of growth pain is. And so you will have pain. You will be pain. You'll be a little bit of suffering, but you will grow. Yeah. You know, I can either be inconvenienced right here and right now, yep. or I can be inconvenienced on the back end, but there could be added issues because I, other things have popped up. Dude, yes. Now I've got a smaller window, more stress. Yep. For sure. hundred percent. So fitness, any, any thoughts on fitness? Get Are you changing fit. anything? Get fit. Yeah. I mean, so I like was looking a, back today. I was like, where like was I, where was I a year ago? And uh, I was in the gym this morning. Um, so I look back on my record uh, since it's new year and beginning of the year. Um, and there was some things I was probably lifting heavier on, but I probably wasn't doing it right. Yeah. And so I, uh, I'm com- I'm comfortable where I am as far as uh, I am stretching myself, but I yeah. feel like I'm getting better form and doing the exercise right. And so I'm consistently, in fact, I put in my notes as I have um, growing in my bench press and things like that, whether it be weight or whether it be reps, um, I will put in there 1% better to yeah. remind myself the next time because I just copy what I did the week before as my starting point. Mm-hmm. So then do I need to add weight or whatever? And I'll see, okay, I, I got 1% better this last uh-huh. time, whether it be adding weight or reps. And so I'm consistently trying to grow in my you know, my strength, what, yeah. what I can lift, what I can push, what I can, you know, what I can do. So um, just some <laughs> thoughts I had there is just start. Well, that's funny, dude, because you, you said that. And I was just thinking immediately, like for, for I've been working out for a while. And so me, I, I change my workout up all the time, you know, and I have like certain like things that I think that, that helps me out. But I, this year I wanted to do 30%. Uh, I added something oh, to... Yeah, you posted that. Yeah, I posted. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to add do something on top of my normal training. Something that at the end of the year, I can go, oh, well, I've calculated. This is extra stuff I did. And so what I did was I looked at going, all right, what would challenge me? What could I do? And then I was like, this would be pretty easy for me to do. Then I added 30% on top of that. Nice. And so, it, dude, it ended up being... It, let me, I'm going to tell you, this has been three days in, so I'm, I'm about to tell you exactly how, how... It's a lofty goal, what you posted. Yes, and and so, um, <laughs> and like, I'm feeling it, dude. Like, you have no... It's, it really is tough, um, three days. So, my fitness goals, in addition to my day and day, and I post this on, on, on social media, I put in a year, I want to run, uh, go a thousand miles, either running or using machines or walking, whatever it is, I've got to get uh, a thousand miles in, and then seven thousand pull-ups, and then thirty-six thousand push-ups. Now, when I was like, "Oh yeah, well, this will be a not not a you know not a," I didn't uh, know it was an addition. This is addition. <laughs> this is a, an addition. So this is all right. Check it out three days in. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just gonna be honest. Three days in, um, you're hating life. Literally, bro. Like the first day, I was kill it. New Year's Day. Killed it. Did a whole thing. Uh, I actually did five miles because because I got before you know when the gym first opened, I was like, I'm hitting my all my family. We stayed up all night long. I didn't go to bed till like one, 
and I couldn't wait to wake up. I was like, man, I got to get this thing. And I was, I was like, I, because uh, I'm, I'm so competitive and I'm not competing in sports. So I'm competing against myself. So I'm like, I'm really like juiced up. Like, honestly, even me talking about it, I'm, I'm juiced up about it. And so every day I've gone to the gym, I've just been pumped about it. And I'm just like, let's go, Shane. We, I've got to get this goals in. But we're talking about 365 days, dude. So in a year. So um, I was extremely sore on Tuesday, yesterday. So sore. Couldn't even hardly just, man, my, I was screaming. Did, did my workout yesterday. And... Felt good, but today it was like my my body. My I, listen on the pull ups, dude. It was just so tough because I'm doing these drop sets on bench and for chest and, and for back and whatnot. And I'm just doing this thing for two weeks, and I just had pushed myself, and I've I've gotten back like pre shoulder injury, like, like strength wise, but I'm not lifting heavy, heavy weight, but I think it's just, I'm not, I can't recover. I just can't recover like I used to. Yeah. But I remember just even five years ago, I could recover way quicker than I am today at 46. I just, my body hasn't recovered and I'm waiting 24 hours and it's just not recovering, dude. And so today was the day I went literally, I knew we had the podcast today and I was on pull-ups and I went, Man, like literally, I've got to get one percent better. So I started. I I couldn't even do. I mean, I I, I should have just started off with pull ups, but I ended up doing it at the end. And I just I got to where by the time I got to ten, I was just doing them like two at a time. And I and I'm talking about straight leg, no 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 using, not swinging, nothing, just dead. How they do it in the military, and so it's different. It's just maximum weight you're pulling up. And I was just, and I was let her do two, and I'd stop, and I'd go, and my back is just lax. Everything is done, and I'm going, and now in my head, I, I got done, and I'm driving my car to work, going, I got to do this thing tomorrow. I don't even want to do it tomorrow. Like my, like I do want to do it, but I was like, man, uh, these are some lofty goals. But at the same time, I know though, Nick, that I will get better at it. I will get it's an addition to my workout. I'll get used to it. And I will increase, and then hopefully I'll double up on some of this once my body gets kind of acclimated to it. And so I'll get one percent better and one percent better, and it just stacks and stacks and stacks. And I trust my body; I know how I work. But I just got to be consistent. And if I'm consistent, I will feel better, and it will get it will get easier from the from the mental block, and then what I'm doing. And so, yeah, man. So that's me, bro. Well, January so, 1, 2025, you'll be able to sing You're a Thousand Miles from Nowhere. Dwight <laughs> that's right. For, for, for perspective, for those listening, the thousand miles uh-huh. that you put in addition to your normal uh-huh. yep. like, is 2.7, basically 2.74 a day. A day. That's right. A day. That's right. Which, you know, when I was running, that probably was close. I, I, I would do five, four to five, several times a week. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you're looking at you know, in a week, 19 miles. So that, that's in addition to what you're already doing. That's pretty, you know, it was crazy. Cause uh, the day before the, the day before uh, new year's day. So new year's Eve, we, we went around the block for a few miles and then I do, I like to do a sprint full blown as fast as I can for a quarter of a mile. And then I walk a quarter of a mile and sprint as fast as I can full blown as fast as Shane's legs can get them. And um, 
And like that actually feels good to me. Like that, like my, I actually kind of like that. Um, um, but I can't really do that every day. Yeah. Like my body, like I was sore. Like my, when I say sore, I mean like my hips and the joints were hurting. My calves mm. or anything else wasn't bothering me, but this it's the injury from my ankle and like that hurts me and swells. And, but hopefully alternating between walking and the ellipticals and the Stairmaster, that's a beast in itself. A mile seems like oh, I'm wow. going to hate that and the, with a passion. Um, but trying to double up on the days that I can do more, do more. Yeah. So I get my time in and I've been keeping a log. I've been tracking it is I, I get, I use my, um, my calendar on my phone. And then that day I, just, I do like an all day. So it just shows up all day. And I can always go back to it and I just log in these additional things, not what I normally do, yeah. but the additional. So I know where I'm at tracking wise. And then I'll probably look about every six weeks of where I'm at. Do I need to increase volume? Am I behind? You know, if I get sick or something like that. Yeah, man. So, yeah. And, you know, for those listening, especially if you're like, hey, fitness really isn't my deal or I'd like to start. And that's kind of what we wanted to close this with, you know, as to get 1% better, one is to get fit because that there's so much that hinges on that. Um, There's so many benefits and we may tap on those real quick at the very end, but I just wanted to give a quick rundown of some things and then Shane can uh, add to this or speak into it about starting, you know, a fitness kind of plan or routine and then maintaining that. Yep. And so I'm just going to run through these real quick. One is to just start. Yeah. Quit making excuses like we talked about earlier, not, you know, I'm going to do it uh, January 1 or I'm going to do it this tomorrow or whatever. Just start. So whatever you got to do today because you want to start, it could be walking, it could be running, it could be lifting weights, whatever. Just start. Uh, maybe it's with your nutrition, but just start. Um, you may go with the excuses of, yeah, it may be a reality. We all understand. Uh, Shane and I have shared our story of growing up uh, challenged financially. So you may be, I can, I just cannot afford um, to, to go to the gym, to have a gym membership. Well, one, if you have a Y in your area, um, YMCA, they will work with people and give scholarships. So don't just assume that you go check and see what your options are, but save your money. Just like I'm having to do with my truck. I sharing, you know, we didn't talk about it here, but I was telling Shane off uh, the podcast that, you know, uh, thankfully I had the 50% deposit because I've saved my Christmas money and uh, birthday money and, you know, and put that aside. And so uh, thankfully I had that money um, thanks to some people being generous for birthday and stuff like that. But I saved because it was a priority. And so go buy an exercise mat. Um, Some of you might call them yoga mats. I call it an exercise mat because mine is from the U.S. Army and it has camouflage. It is an exercise mat. And I bought myself two, I think it's 25, 20, 25 pound dumbbells. Good place to start. 15 pounds if you need to, whatever, 10 pounds. Um, And then you can, we can post it in the show notes, but also you can Google it. Um, there are tons of exercises that you can do with dumbbells. You can do just about anything and everything. You can do legs with squats and lunges. You can do uh, backs and biceps. You can do triceps. You can do shoulders. You can do whatever you need to do to get started with a chair, um, exercise mat, and dumbbells. And so start, just start, 
get you something to work with. Um, find a time and a routine that works best for you. People tell me I'm crazy for getting up at 3 a.m. That's cool. It works for me. Um, it does not have to work for you. I'm not here telling you you got to do it at 3 a.m. You could do it at 1 p.m. You could do it at 9 p.m. You could do it whenever it works for you, but find that time that you can be consistent in, in having right. that workout time. Uh, commit to your routine regardless of feelings. Shane just told you that. You know He is uh, sore. He's tired. He's not recovering as quickly, but he's still doing it. He's yep. still staying consistent with his goal. Um, discipline is more important. It's greater than motivation because one day you're going to be motivated. January 1, I'm motivated. Man, I'm out there. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. And then January 3rd, you're going to be sore. You're tired. All these other things are going on. You're not going to be motivated. It's going to be 30 degrees outside and you don't, you don't feel like, you know, being in gym clothes and you're not going to feel like it. Yep. Discipline says, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do. And you do it anyway. That's who you are now. Find a gym partner or someone to hold you accountable. Um, on Apple Watch, if you have an Apple Watch, um, you can share your workouts with people. And so if you go a week or two weeks or something and that's not tracking, have someone go, hey, what's up? Where, where, why aren't you in the gym? You yeah. know, um, Maybe you're on vacation or something like that and you're not able to do it. Um, I try to find a gym even when I'm on, uh, you know, at a hotel or whatever. I go and do they have dumbbells? Do they have something I can use? Or if I'm traveling by car and I can take my exercise mat, my dumbbells, I can lift well more than that 20 or 25 pound dumbbell that I have now, but it gives me something to move, something uh -huh. to, to exercise with. So find a partner, someone to hold you accountable, set a goal. Shane just shared some of his goals. It doesn't have to be that lofty. You're, if you're starting out, something that you can start with, um, a daily goal. You know, how many days do you want to work out in a week? Maybe it's three or four. What do you want to accomplish? Maybe it's a, a weight loss. Maybe it's a, a strength. You know, I want to be mm -hmm. able to bench this much or curl this much, whatever that might be. Um, change your mindset. Once again, discipline is saying, this is who I am. This is what I do now. It's not, I can't walk a mile. I can't run a mile. I can't lift a hundred pounds. That, that's the wrong mindset. It's, I'm going to lift 100 pounds. I'm going to run a mile. Mm -hmm. I can do this. I'm going to have to take that one step at a time, that 1% better every day, but I'm going to do something every day to get me towards that goal. Um, don't look to Nick, who is uh, maybe more of an intermediate now, um, or Shane, who has been doing it for many years and would be more on the professional level. Don't look to us to match our goals. But you could yeah. talk to someone like us and go, hey, where did you start? What was your yeah. goal starting out? What's a, a good goal to reach for? But don't go, oh, I need to run a 1,000 miles this year. That's right. If that's what you want to do, but don't feel like that's the goal that you have that's to right. aim for. And then nutrition is key. Man. Nutrition is key. Preach. Uh, learn, track it, and maintain it. Many people overeat because they don't know what they're putting into their body. Yep. So get something like MyFitnessPal, something to track those calories. Um, I'd be happy if you wanted to reach out to me or Shane to, to talk about that. Um, but knowing how many calories you're burning and how many calories you're intaking, track that, learn about it, because a lot of people will go work out, but then they'll eat more than they're burning on That's their right. workout, and it doesn't accomplish anything. Then they get discouraged, and then they quit. And so... The other thing, and I, I say this with producer Carell in here because he's talked about this, but this is not to pick on him. I want to make that clear. Um, I heard several people even in the last like month talk about this. 
I am done with the word plateau. Oh, I've plateaued or whatever. Uh-huh. There is no such thing as a plateau. Uh-huh. What your body is telling you is it's time to get 1% better. That's right. It's saying what you've done up to this point, I'm, I'm, I'm not responding. And so now you need to add another quarter mile. Now you need to add five more pounds. You need to now increase because what you've been doing up to this point, I'm I'm not going to respond right right now. I'm 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 going to sleep. So pour some water on me. Go get some ice water and do something to shake me up. So let's go a little further. Let's lift a little more. Let's do something different to shake your body back into. So response. that's what, from working out angle, uh, from a fitness, uh, that's why I shift my workout every four weeks. I shift it up so my body doesn't get really used to it, and I try to do different things. Um, my wife, who can, she's a she's always been a beast cardio, and so she's really got like her her diet down, does a good job with that, and um, she was unhappy with some things, and so I just said same thing we we're talking about today. I just said, well, babe, you, you know, consistency is the key. You know, and it's not just I'm gonna do this work at workout, and then you do it for two weeks, and then you skip ten days, and then you do it two days that week because of busyness. Just make it a high priority, and then start small. Start it where you know you can do it, and finish it because it works with your schedule. And so, what we do, it doesn't cost I me. Mean, she has these two. She has dumbbells up to fifteen pounds, and um, and she she takes five pound dumbbells and then she goes around the neighborhood when she's walking. We have a lot of heels, and so I just say go for twenty minutes. Go go far as you can go for twenty minutes. Walk at a fast pace. I feel like get after it ten minutes, and then turn around and come back. That's it, ten minutes. And when you come back, um, she used to do push ups for a minute, as many push ups she can possibly do in, in a minute, and then the same thing with the some some abs. I said just do this and just be consistent every single day. And you'll see improvements in about a month. Yeah. It'll take about a month. And then what happens is in the days that you don't, you bring your dumbbells, then leave your dumbbells at, at home and then just run that day because it works in your schedule just to be consistent. And then what happens is you you start building that a good habit. You build, you wired in your day. Right. Then you can add something to that. But get it where it's like fixing your day. Like I, I expect now that I have this as a high party of my day, something small. And which we look at, 23 minutes is what it is. 23 minutes. That's it of a day. And then this is hardwired in your day, high priority. And then now, now you can add something else to it because you've already wired in. And you stretch right. yourself. And then actually, no, in, in a year, you've already like killed it. You'll see so much positive results after a few months that you go, man, I've got to do more. You know, it just increases um, because in her situation, she just doesn't have time being a stay-at-home mom. And then we homeschool. And so she's just, she's all hands on deck. And I was like, well, just figure it out. And then she's got my kids involved and like, they just make it a thing, you know? Um, yeah. But, there's, but, I mean, there's exercise bands yeah, there. Yeah. I, if, if someone were to start today in three months, uh-huh. it may not be what they want, but it would be far better than what, yep. where they are today. They'll definitely see yep. results. Practice Speak, makes permanent. Yeah. Well, yep. and speak speak on that as we prepare to close. Let's close out with that very yeah. thought. What are some, um, and, and I, I can add a couple as well. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. what are some of those benefits? You know, we talk about you'll oh, see gosh. you'll see results. Yeah. What what are some of those benefits? I'd say mental health. Fitness? Mental health is like huge. Getting out and exercising, your mental health, um, uh, it cleared up mind. It, it is a scientific. It is like biology. You're releasing releasing chemicals. Um, 
it de-stresses you. It's like a antidepressant um, on many different levels. And so I think working out, creating a fitness plan for you. Uh, I think the second thing of that is like it helps you to be to have self-control. Um, and that's a benefit. We all need self-control at so many different levels, right. but it helps to create that for you when you're in fitness. Um, and then I think, you know, just off of my head, I, th- I think, I think, um, you'll feel better, you know, you'll feel better in general. And usually when you feel better in general, you feel better. Um, your whole lot, you're more kinder to people. Uh, you tend to, to be more grateful, um, when you feel better, you look out for other people's interests above yourself, because when you're feeling terrible, only thing you can, you're worried about is how you feel. Right. And so, but when you're feeling good, man, you care about other people, man, the world would be a better place if we just care for one another. Yeah. So what about you? Well, we can link to that video that we shared the other day about 100%. the hope molecules 100%. and how yep. there's essentially like a pharmacy locked into our muscles. And when we contract yep. those, uh, it does provide mental health. Uh, and so we'll, we can link that in the show notes yeah. uh, so that people can watch that if they've not seen it already. Um, I, I'd say probably two that are on the top of my mind before we close out. One would be straight up guys uh, for those who are married because we believe <laughs> that um, sex is a good gift from God that is yep. within the confines of marriage. Um, you commit to your uh, your uh, love of your life. Yep. And um, then you get to enjoy the benefits of sex. Um, sex is much more beneficial, mm. um, much more enjoyable when you are fit. Um, Amen. If at the end of that uh, intimate time, um, you are sweating and uh, out of breath like a stuck pig, um, it's not enjoyable. <laughs> you, you feel like you're going to die. You may have had a little bit of an enjoyment, but it could have been much more enjoyable um, if you were in shape. Um also for your wife, because right. if um, you don't have the cardio um, to for it to be enjoyable, um, it's going to be a quick experience, and it's it's not going to be enjoyable for everybody. Plus, depending on how that goes, and I don't want to get too graphic, <laughs> but if you're you know um, not completely in shape, and you know you're out of breath and all of that. It's just not going to be enjoyable in different That's right. uh, positioning and things like that. So um, there are benefits from that standpoint, especially as you get older, yeah. because you men um, tend to lose testosterone and things like that. Um, and eating uh, proper nutrition can help with that, that, um, that helps with boosting testosterone, but also uh, fitness helps with that. And so those things all go into play when it comes to our um, intimacy and our sexual yep. activity with our spouse, Amen. our wives, um, guys, and ladies who are listening with your husband. And so, um, so that's one benefit. The other, I would say, is the longevity of our health. Um, you know, the mental health benefits and the physical health, we understand that. Um, but there are also statistics that say, I think it's after 30 something, you begin to lose like 1% of your muscle mass, like every yep. year you can help offset that and help delay that by strength training. Um, in addition, there are other things like, um, you know, if you're a grandparent, you know, and you've got grandkids, just the fact that you will be here and be physically able to do yeah. things with them whether it be walking around a park or whether it's hanging out in the yard, throwing a football or whatever, but you're physically able to participate in life with them. But the other is that you're here with them yep. in life. Um, and while there is no guarantee 
that you're that you'll live longer by being physically fit because anything can happen. Um, the statistics say you will be, and mm. you will have a better quality of life. And so, for me personally, um, as a 43 year old man, um, I not only want to be here for my wife um, and my 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 children who are now growing up, but I won't be here for my grandchildren. That's right. I, I, it aggravates me. You always think about like, what if something happened to me? You know, I want to give my daughter away. I want to be there at their graduation. Just the fact that like the thought of some other man, you know, raising my children, being at those places, being with my wife, like it's like, Oh no, I'm going to do everything that I can to be here. I'm going to do everything I can to be in their life. No other man's going to, you know, be in my spot. Well, one of the ways of many ways that I do that. Um, is by being physically fit and focusing on my fitness, eating properly, working out, um, and then beyond that, trying to be a good husband and father and serving my family and doing those things. So um, that's what I got. Uh, yeah. that's anything money, else dude. to add there? I'm not, dude. I think how you We've ended a it. Lot. I think how you ended it, just thinking about nobody wants to take your starting spot. Right. You know, you're going to do what you need to do. To no take bench it. player. That is... That is that is money. Like like like, like I can't even express that. Like just really think about that. Um, nobody's going to steal your spot, and yeah, you do whatever I, you need to yeah. do to make that work. And um, I'd be in heaven, looking down, seeing who my <laughs> wife chose to be second place, and be like, "Yeah, what dude." Are you like, thank you. Listen, and then that dude could be a dweeb, bro. That's what I'm thinking. That's what like, I, that's what's in my a, mind. Like, he's going to be just a, a punk, and yeah, man. <laughs> And, uh, get in the gym, guys. You get, do not want your wife with the dweeb. Yeah, you want your wife to look at you and be like, "Dog, that's my man." Yeah. You know, where you, you know, my, one of my big things is my kids. They look at me like a superhero. Yeah, I love that. I cannot imagine not being that way. Could you imagine? Yeah, but there'll be one 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 day though. I'll be older, and I'll still be in. I think in good shape, but I won't look like I do now. But my kids will be older too, right? So the realization of they'll still remember me how I was. You know what I mean? And right. so they'll see like, man, dad's in, he's in great shape for when he's 60. That's right. Oh man, dad. Like I, I love to hear like, man, dad's in a great shape when he's 70. Yeah. Like, yeah. My granddad, 72. <clears throat> my granddaddy was like a beast of a man, always in great shape, always had a shirt off. <laughs> like I just meant, man, I hope I look like him. And uh, my granddaddy was 6'6". Six, six. I'm like 275 pounds and just a beast of a man. And uh, he stepped in a hole at 72 and then broke his leg. Oh. And then he gained about 30, 40 pounds. And then he got comfortable in a chair. And from that moment on, it's been etched in my mind. As soon as that happened, everything started happening with him. Heart yeah. issues. Um, he was depressed a lot. Couldn't get around mobilized. He was always like real chippy. Like everything shifted. Once he broke his leg and sat in a chair, he didn't do anything. Right. And that was a long time ago too. So mm-hmm. like health, everything's differently, but different, but um, medical speaking, but I, that's been etched in my mind. And I was like, I'm yeah. never going to, that's not going to happen to me, yeah. man. I've got to work hard. So yep, don't want no yep. beta male with my wife. <clears throat> Actually, maybe I do want a beta male. If I, if I died, <clears throat> maybe I would want her to find a beta male. That way, she's always thinking about me. Beta, yeah. Beta, <laughs> beta. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> that guy's so beta. Good. Hey, we we enjoy today. Um, uh, ho- hopefully, you find the content uh, good today. We loved our conversation. Hopefully, you do as well. Um, subscribe, 
hit, yeah. the, hit the ring, the bell, whatever that they do. Share, share with this your with friends. your brotherhood. Those other guys that yeah. uh, want to get one percent better, or you feel need to get one percent better. Um, yeah, some of it's like follow, some of it subscribe, but just go um, uh, subscribe or follow uh, on whatever platform. Yeah. Uh, if you have an iTunes account. Uh, even if you listen on Spotify or whatever, it will tremendously help us if you will go write a written yeah. review, a written um, kind of uh, positive feedback so that as others do look for the show, they can uh, see that and they'll yep. tune in. Yep, 100%. All right, that's all we got for you. That's it. As we uh, just talked about uh, this week, every day, get 1%, 1% better. better. We'll see, see you. Ya. Thank you for joining the Mel Cartel Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share to help other men join the cartel. You can also keep up with us on social media and at mailcartel.com.